So if you are a woman who is in transition and you have any limiting beliefs at all, we invite you to stay tuned because we have an interview with Kate Shaw today for you. And um, we're so glad to have you, Kate. Yeah. Thank you very much for asking me. I'm absolutely thrilled. Great to be here. Yes. So Kate Shaw, we, we met Kate um, through her own podcast that she has with a friend. Um, and we were interviewed on that. Roz McMaster and Kate Shaw have an, a, a podcast called Ironing Out the Wrinkles. And uh, we were excited to meet the both of you. And um, we were so enamored by both of you that we um, wanted to talk to you individually as well. So, um, so Kate, you are an actor and a singer. And that's right, I am. Yes, and so we want to hear all about that because um, you you had a career that went on pause and then you started it up again, and we want to hear all about the whole story. It sounds fascinating and beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yes, well, I met the man. I was actually singing on a ship to go over to England, my dream, and uh, met some people on the ship who told us about a place called Cornwall where um and my sister was on the ship too so down we went and never heard of it never never even thought of going there and I spotted this lovely man um who ended up being Australian and I married him 10 months later and <laughs> he happened to be Australian love <laughs> 48 years ago 48 years ago I've gone like a blink I'm just saying I can't get over how fast time goes yeah and um yeah, he happened to be Australian even though I'd been away for four years overseas because we Aussies do like to travel when we're young especially, although we never stop, I don't think. We love the world <laughs> and um, being so far away. And anyway, I, um, I always wanted to be a mum, so we eventually had our kids, moved up to Brisbane, away from Melbourne, which is quite a long way, and um, no family, no friends, and my uh, husband's job um, demanded long hours. And so... Um, we, I always had my children and that, that was it. It was all encompassing. I couldn't possibly go back to my old life. Ah. And, um, I love being a mum anyway. So, and I never, I just thought one day I'll go back to the old me, you know, one day when I don't know when that will be, but one day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted, I really believe in a good education and I wanted to send my children, I've got two, to a really good schools. So that meant that I had to go and get a job and I worked for doctors and I was lucky enough to work for a cosmetic doctor, really high profile one for 12 years, which was very interesting. Went into the operating theatre and saw what's underneath our skin and um, we're all the same basically. I, was, I just loved all that. Yeah. But it still wasn't me. I've always been a very creative person. I do illustrate the kids' books when I was stuck at home because oh. there was no childcare, no creches. So I did that um, before the children went to school and then I went and got a job part-time. And um, so working for this doctor and my the years passed by and you're just involved in being a mum and looking after everybody. And, um, yeah, I got to the magic age of 50. Like I just couldn't believe it. And my then boss told me, hey, hope you're doing everything you want to do mm. because... Most people, especially women, die in Australia at about 84, I think it was then. Okay. And that was like a slap in the face for me because I realised it was now or never. Yeah. What, so, a, what a magical question. Something that I think we just don't 
ask ourselves, are we doing what we dreamed of doing? Or, you know, do we ever pinch ourselves and say, what's going on here? What do I, what do I really want? And so someone asked you that question, what happened? What, what was that like for you? Well, it was quite confronting really, because mm. I just was merrily, I just, you know, I guess it's really easy to forget about yourself when you're a mum and you, you just, so used to not thinking about you as much as everyone else they just seem to be far more important well that's how I felt anyway and being um without any extended family we were like a little unit so when he said that I just said oh my goodness I am I'm not going to be here forever after all and I better start pulling my socks up because you know it's now or never and I didn't want to go to my end of my life and say shoulda woulda coulda yeah. And I didn't yeah. want to be a bitter and disappointing person when I was older either. It was no one else's fault if I didn't do what I had to do. So I spoke to my husband and he said, I think you should listen to that. He's my best friend, I'm lucky. Oh. And my brother, who was a quite world-famous composer, he oh. died about a year and a half ago, sadly, but um, he was my, a very good friend of mine. We worked a lot together and um, when we were younger. And he said, go to the conservatorium and find, bring them up and get a good singing teacher. So number one, get your voice back. That ah. was a bit of a journey. <laughs> I thought the teacher would laugh at me being 50, but um, no, she didn't. And made me go on those um, jazz jam nights because I love singing jazz. Ah. So off I went. And the more you do it, the more you just have to jump in. And I'm not a very good risk taker. I'm a bit of a controller. I like to feel safe. <laughs> so it's, it was quite hard. I think but, that's um, very natural. Yes. Actually. <laughs> Some people are braver than me. But anyway, I screwed up my courage and I found I absolutely loved it and it just all came back. And when you're doing things you love, don't you think the universe helps you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Put it out there with your positive energy and, yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely a vibration, right? When you are, you're, you're buzzing, right? And you're, you're alive and your people just kind of, they, they want to attach themselves. They were like, oh, what, what is, what does she have? I want that, you know, and they want to be around you. Yeah, it was great. And um, my boss was very supportive too. He gave me time. I got some work at the ABC, just vocal work, singing through my brother, um, this wonderful place, big, head, big headquarters in Sydney. So he gave me time off to do that. Nice. And then after I've been doing that for a while, um, singing all around Brisbane, um, jazz bars, corporate events, and lots, met lots of great musicians, uh, sang in Melbourne and Sydney, I decided also, hey, I wouldn't mind doing some commercials and I wouldn't mind being an extra in some you know, movies and TV. We've got a big, um, here in Queensland, we have the Warner Brothers um, movie world here and there's a lot of films and stuff that are made here so I found myself an agent and jumped in and I've been doing that too but as I get older I'm finding that um, I'm wondering if it's ageism I don't know but I've got to go and have, have a little chat to my agent and see you know why there's not so many auditions but I think Ros and I are trying to change that yeah um, yes our podcast is um, it was her idea she's amazing um, she decided that when we're talking at coffee one day to do it and she talked me into it because again I'm a bit I was a bit out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. and um but we don't go live until the 24th of February 
um, but we've been doing a backlog of all you guys, people like you, um, yeah. so that um, we make sure we've got plenty for people to listen to every week. But, yeah, ageing, I'm not going to listen to it because I think that you can do whatever you want to do no matter what the age and it's never too late to, to start either. There's a few other dreams I've got to try and chase yet. While there's life, there's hope. Don't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you hear well, I was gonna say, I I'll just, just say I love that you, I love that you, you don't see yourself as a risk taker, but you took the leap. You took the leap and did something that I think a risk taker would do. So I'm wondering, maybe you are a little bit of a risk taker. <laughs> I don't know. And, I think I'm... <laughs> and how? I mean, so if you if you don't think you're that brave, but you did it anyway, how how did you? what kind of help did you seek or did you feel alone and then what how'd you how'd you bust through that limiting belief that you had because that's the secret sauce i think people are looking for it what what was a nugget for you that you want to throw out to our audience about how you busted through that you tell the people that you care about the most what you really want to do mm. um and then they they will be a cheer squad if they really love and care about you. And I've got had some good friends as well. And it was the old me coming back. And if you're a happier person and a happier partner and a happier friend and wife, you're nicer to be around. But um, it is, I think if I just didn't want to go to my grave with regrets and I didn't, I would have been sad if I'd never got back to my music and I would have been sad if I hadn't tried doing the movies and the commercials if it didn't work out well so what I would have been disappointed but at least I gave it a go right. and there's a few other things I mean while there's life there's hope for you to try whatever you know and um like this podcast I can't believe I'm doing that now and I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it because I've got a good friend <laughs> who pushed me and um yeah, she said, you know, you just got to stop playing small. You're not serving anybody by playing small. You're not serving yourself. Um, you're not living up to your potential. And Ros has got a psychology background, so she's pretty astute. <laughs> Plus, you know, I've had cancer in that time too. Since I've turned 50, a lot's happened. Yeah. Um, I've had the breast cancer and only caught up, caught by absolute fluke, by a hunch from the radiographer when the lab said I was okay. So I'm very lucky to be here for that. Um, that was pretty confronting. And then um, my mum died just as I finished my treatment. We were really close. And then I lost my brother about a year and a half ago. So now I've got my skates on again. Yeah. I'm going to be hitting um, 70 this year and I can't believe, how did that happen? Yeah. It's like yesterday that I got married. So I just say to everybody, I know there must be something deep inside that you really want to do. Um, doesn't matter what it is. It just can be doing it, setting up a garden. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but what makes your heart sing um, and to give it a go because you'll be proud of yourself and you don't want to go to old age with regrets. You just don't want to be bitter and disappointed because it's a gift life, isn't it? It absolutely is. And you're keying into something that we often talk to our clients about where we have we talk about our future self. And... Um, and I always usually start with a story about wanting to make my future self happy because um, we look in the past and 
had we known what we know now, we all say that. Had I known what I know now, I would have. That's the sort of the saying. And you don't want to say that too, too often. You want to be able to say, I'm so glad I did that because now I have this. And that's what I'm hearing you say. You know, you, you looked forward, you looked into the future and you said, I wanna be able to say this. I wanna be able to feel this. And you acted on it. And so that's what we want our audience, what we want our clients to do is look, think about your future self. What do you want to feel? What does that future self want to feel and know that they're they're grateful for their past self for? So, and yeah. I, I love what you said, Debbie. And then the next step, because what you said was, yes, there's the dream and the feeling that you want and the vision that you want. But then, then what, Kate, you've done is then you went and did something about it. It yeah. wasn't just a dream. You actually went and got lessons. You connected, reconnected with your brother and you saw it. You, you went after it with action. And I think so many of us might be sitting with the dream, but not taking the action. And again, there's that sweet spot to move forward. So you, you reached out for help. You told your loved ones and people who believed in you, I, I want to do this. And they rallied. So you yeah, weren't just, alone. No, I can't, I couldn't have done it on my own. No way. Because, I, you know, I think you lose, well, for me, I lost a lot. Even though you raised two children in a new city, I, I think I'd lost my self-confidence, you know. Like I just, um, I, I just, I did, I, I did lose it. And it's easy to happen when you, really being a mum and raising kids, you should be the most confident person in the world because it's not easy. Right. <laughs> um, it's wonderful, but it's not easy. And I think also I would say like, if people don't know what their dream is, look back to your childhood and think about what really made your heart sing when you were a child. For me, I was seven, I was singing with uh, my brother. Uh, and, um, and I didn't want to lose it forever because that's what I absolutely loved. And there must be, if you just, it's just a matter of sitting quietly and thinking about what makes my heart sing and um, try and go for it. And just, but you've got to get support and make a little plan of, of you know, how you think you could do it. And sure, you might fail a few times. I mean, I was hopeless the first few times I got up and sang. I almost quit, but mm. you've got to have a cheer squad. You've got to have some friends and support. Same as with the podcast, my friend Roz, you know, she's she's the bravest person I know having survived cancer four times, plus, plus, plus. So surround yourself with good people, I think as well, is really important. Yeah. Who think they want the best for you. Right. It's easy to quit. Yeah, it is. It's very easy to quit. And and it's easy to get lost, like you said, especially if if you're a mother um, or a caretaker or both, where you're you let you you are giving, giving, giving and you're you're nurturing, nurturing, nurturing whoever you are. You often lose a part of yourself because that's you know, you're giving away a part of yourself and that's not wrong or bad in any way. But but then the kids grow up or the person you're caring for passes on or, or is doing something else. And then you're left with, okay, I need to re-engage. I need to figure out who I am again. And I might be a little bit different now because I've had all these experiences. And so it's it's a, a, a renewing of who you are and adding some new things to that person because you know, you're not, you aren't the same person that you were when you first had your kids. You've grown, you've become a different person, even though you have the same passion 
your experiences in life have made you a little bit different. And so you take that with you. Yeah. I agree. That makes you wiser. And I think that's probably going to make you succeed more because um, the best thing I've ever done in my life is have children. I'm mm -hmm. really grateful I've had that experience. I loved every second of it. Look, even the, when I look back, some parts were terrible as we all go through that. Of course. <laughs> tough times don't last, do they? Thank goodness. But, um, yeah, I just think life's too short not to try and be your best self. And, yeah, take us. we've all got courage. Everyone's got you stronger than you think you are, I think. Don't you reckon? It's just um, we don't believe in ourselves enough. No, we don't. And I love too that you, you, what, what it sounds like you did was you practiced, you got up and you learned from those first couple of uh, events that you hosted or <laughs> that you were at, right? I mean, you were just like, oh, I need to get better at this or, oh, I need to feel, I, I felt this way. And so it, it's something that we constantly invite our clients to do is say, okay, this happened, it's data, right? We're always collecting data from our experiences and, and, and shining a light on the data um, and saying, what could I do better? What's just the 1% that I could do better? Not, not the, you know, 50,000 feet, but maybe just the foot, <laughs> you know, what's the, what's the 1% better that I could do? And so it, it really sounds like motherhood I'm imagining for you also created a bunch of resilience for yourself. I mean, you really, especially as um, it sounds like your husband was very busy and so you had a lot of responsibility. And so you had that absolutely helped shape you to who you are today um, and put it in kind of in the mix too. So yeah, yeah, I think everyone has tough times, don't you think? And everyone, that's what life is. But I don't think it's tempting when you fail, but I don't think there's anything. Someone told me this, so it's not my words, and you've heard it probably a million times too. But you don't ever really fail. There's no such thing. You just learn. And it's kind of a gift to fail because it makes you try harder and be better, um, yeah. even though it sounds a bit corny. I think that's, that's for me, that's been true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like to me too that it's you, you were trying you you getting back into the singing and getting back, trying trying commercials again, and I'm sure there were some um, there were some instances where you were refused or people said no to you, and oh, you know, yeah, a lot in in any kind mm -hmm. of arts it's like that in many other areas too. But it's there's lots of no's, and it's that resilience and that compassion for yourself to to go on despite that and to know that, okay, they're saying no, but there's someone behind them that's gonna say yes. I just have to get to that yes person. And it's yeah. and it's a matter of of that that compassion and not you, you know, we talk we were talking about failure. Um we're gonna fall down, but it's a matter of getting back up just like the toddler falls down and doesn't say, okay, forget it, I can't walk. I'm never gonna walk. You know, the toddler falls down and gets up and falls down and gets up and falls down and gets up thousands and thousands of times before they walk 10 feet and we we need to take that lesson because that's what life is and if we get discouraged every time we fall down we're never gonna get 10 feet ahead of us we're gonna stay we're right gonna stay down yeah so mm. and look at what what came out of your getting up falling down and getting up over and over again and you you created the dream that you were looking for 
you got to yeah, speak. you got that's to true. Yeah. You can never give up. The thing is, COVID's been a bit of a shocker. A lot of, um, especially in the arts, there's been um, a lot of places have closed down, so there's not the opportunities anymore. So And the world's changed a lot. So I've got to think I've got a few more things I want to try and do yeah. before I go, well, there's life, life, there's hope for all of us, isn't there? Yes. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Should we should we dare you to put that out into the universe here on this podcast, or do you want to keep that those dreams under wraps right now? Totally up to you. No, no. Yeah, I'll put it out to the universe because if, if you don't try, and you're going to, I would like to sing on a soundtrack for a movie. As crazy as that sounds, yes, yes. that'd be so much fun. Um, uh, number, and I really hope that our podcast helps a lot of people. That's another thing. Um, what else would I like to do? Oh, there's a whole lot of things, but that's a main one that I haven't done, that yeah. one there. We just appreciate your message about breaking the barriers with ageism. I think it's something that we women and men need to bond together in community and say, look, that media is not okay. We need to reframe our approach, our personal approach, and we need more examples like you out there that are are just saying i'm gonna do it and then they do it so yeah thank you thank well, you for okay. well, there's a wonderful lady that we interview called sharma person or person that she's scandinavian my accent's probably terrible sorry sharma but she's got an agency she's 55 and last year she started up an agency called golden age models Ah, and yeah, and it's all the people are men and women if you look at their website are over 50 beautiful and glorious wrinkles and all just yeah. fabulous and one of them's on the um vogue in scandinavia on the cover nice. so she's trying to change it we're not all invisible no matter what your age and right. while there's life there's energy that's exactly yeah. right you know and there we talk about age you know and you, you just said you're you're going to be turning 70 and both wendy and i are 53 and there's the idea of numbers attached to us whatever they mean it you know you like you said you don't you feel like you just got married you know and, and yeah, I, have, I have kids in college i feel like i just got out of college you know so, <laughs> so it's, it's not it's not this on the outside or the number that's attached to us it's it's who we are and so it's like you know it, it's it's giving people a chance to get to know who they are and what they're capable of and it's a lot more than what you know society says about us so. Yeah, it's just lovely. I love what Mayu Angelo says. Age is nothing. Waking up is everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And and Debbie, to riff on that, it's who we are and who we are becoming right. as well. Right. Exactly. That's the other step. Like, who are we looking to become? And as we're looking to become that person, what would that person be doing? What kind of action would that person whom we want to become, what are they doing? And then practicing yeah. that. Yeah. And the practicing yeah. is the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of us are perfect. Everyone's, you think everyone's looking at you, but really they're looking at themselves. Oh, yeah. I wish I'd realized that when I was younger. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, exactly life is right. wonderful. We're lucky to be alive now, I think. It, I mean, there's awful things happening in the world everywhere, but. There's also lots of great things too. That's right. And yes. that's why we need to count our blessings because mm -hmm. we're fortunate. We're fortunate. 
And so, so, so take hold and grab what you can because we yes. can, you can. So that's, that's even if you're 90, you can. Of course. That's right. We can start right now today, moving towards that dream and taking yeah, action. My, yeah. My dad's 93. He's still driving and very Excellent. engaged. There you yeah. go. That's right. And so when you look at it that way, we have so, we have so much time ahead of us. There's so <laughs> many things that we can do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. What a treat to have this conversation with you and have our listeners get a little bit of, you know, pick up my socks, as you said. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And we would love to host you here in America and we oh. look forward to following your next steps. And we put really oh, good I vibes so. out there for you to get into, uh, uh, being on a soundtrack. Oh, I, 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 can't, I, I can't wait to see your n name in the liner. <laughs> oh, that won't start. I just want to do experience it. I'm not after being a star. I think that's a poison chalice in lots of ways. But um, just to have the experience of course. and um, yeah. enjoy that. But I've loved being with you. And I love America. My son lived there for four years. Wow. I, I think it's an amazing place. And I love love traveling. So hopefully I do get over there again. I've been there four times. So nice. love to pop in and say hello. Yes. Well, you're always welcome. Yeah. Always welcome. Oh, thank you. And likewise. Do not there. hesitate to look us up or contact <laughs> us because we would Come love to have, have a coffee. You. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> and oh, so well, Kate, Kate yeah, Kate, where where can people find you and 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 follow you? Well, I've got a website. Um, I don't do Facebook, but I, we've got the Ironing Out the Wrinkles Facebook page that Ross has started. Mm -hmm. And I've got a website, kate.net.au, and a Kate with a C. Yes. Yeah, okay. But, um, thank you. I've loved speaking with you. And um, I'm amazed that you wanted to speak to me. It's just lovely. Thank you so much. You're such an inspiration to us. We wanted to talk to you because you're inspiring. Oh, it's just a really good so. story. Yes. Yeah. Our oh, total pleasure. Now you say you're lonely. You cried the long night through. going at nourishcoaches.com and stay tuned for more nourish noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.